crazy world with so much going on. Two brave gentlemen in Orlando, Florida, John Hannon and Chris Coleman aim to provide a comedic spin on newsworthy and personal events, with one focused on funny and one informing. Will they be able to save humanity with humor, facts, stories, and interviews? Join them as they try to fix the world's problems one joke at a time. This is Funny to Informing. Welcome to episode 176 of Funny to Informing. I almost forgot the name. I'm John. That's Chris Pizza Heisenberg Coleman. Who am I? I'm like, what show is this? What are we doing? (laughs) Where are you? It's uh, a brain fart. Um, We have uh, a lot that we can talk about today. Uh, We have the DigiHears in the back half with the bold print only. Always. All the new stuff is always at the end. And then we have some personal stuff that we want to talk about. Maybe what's up, Doc? We uh, have Rocky the Researcher back with us after. Rocky the Researcher. I like that. It's alliterative. Yeah. That would be his character on Pee Wee's Playhouse. The R's. Rocky the Researcher. Ah! Don't say the word. (laughs) I definitely don't hate that name. The word of the day is N-word. Yeah, no. Uh, if you say it, you get canceled. Yeah, we're, so just try not to say it. This is um our second week. Oh, this is the the show where we focus on the jokes first with bits of information, stuff in the news, sometimes interviews, personal stories. Man, that's the second week in a row I butchered that. Nah, yeah, I don't think you butchered it last week. This week I can't say the same. <laughs> <laughs> but this uh, also is the second week in a row that we're um on the pod patio, live from the pod patio OG studios. Yeah, there may be planes again. There will be planes again. We had to hold the recording this intro <laughs> twice for fucking planes yeah. so just get ready for them we're guys. like are we ready to start nope we gotta nope, wait there's a plane hold on hold on yeah um but i don't mind you know doing the show from here this is like a super comfortable spot and like yeah whenever my mom says hey i need you to just house sit a little bit that's like I'm, i don't mean to shit on people that house sit but that is one of the easiest jobs well yeah to get paid to do it even more so are you fucking kidding me your mom's not paying you because she's your mom well but yeah, like no. if this was a gig like a paying gig yeah if you like it lived in new york and you could like get a gig like house sitting and dog walking <laughs> just fucking combine the two and then never like go to a real day of work ever and you don't even have just to live, live in other people's shit yeah. I was going to say, you could just, you don't not even have a house, just right? live in somebody else's. You get else's. paid to couch surf. It's <laughs> yeah. so like fucking Airbnb checking up on. Just like, like call one, maintenance. Of your, call one of your customers, like, hey, I see that uh, I have you booked for nine o'clock in the morning. Is it cool if I sleep in the backyard in the shed and then I can just start <laughs> right away? Right. I'll be there right when you need me. Yeah. I mean, it depends on how, you know, because I don't want to shit on people that like house clean because some houses are so wrecked and then this I would house never cleaning. I would do that. Absolutely. Ooh, that's, some of it is hard. But for it's like disgusting. me, for me, house sitting is kind of like I, I, I'm not, I'm, a, I'm an okay cleaner, but I focus more on not making a mess so oh, that same. I don't so I, that I don't exactly. have anything to clean. I'd rather just not make the mess than clean up the mess I made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it is like just a few things laying around, it's like shove it in one bag and it's done. Keep it to a small contained area. Exactly. Then mm-hmm. you just swipe out, swipe it off like you're going to, you know, make mad passionate love to some man or woman and, you know, into a trash bag though. And yeah. then you don't make mad passionate love. You throw it in the garbage and your parents come home and you leave. Yeah, like you're clearing it. Like we're going to do when desk. we're done with this table <laughs> that we're recording yeah. on. And so many empty bottles of Jameson, Pepto-Bismol and Bud Light. Don't look under my bed. Um, t- that's my stash spot. No, exactly. <laughs> that's where I hide things. Is that, is that what you call crunchy Sockville? 
<laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I think I hit the nail on the head. Oh, man. I think I hit the sock on the toe. Yeah. Well, it also works out. Ugh. It works out, too, <laughs> that we're doing this here because um, I'm without a car still. But I am expected to get one kind of soon. Beautiful. For some good news. Okay. I'm that hoping. is good news. I'm looking at getting a new car soon, too. Not new, but new to me. Something that, you know, I don't have to... Uh, fucking feed gas at every light to keep it idling (laughs) 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 hopefully if it's an automatic i can drive it with one foot instead of two like i'm driving a fucking five speed i'm pretty sure not i drive my automatic with two feet one foot on the brake one foot on the gas not even some kind of 14 physical lemons don't even give up that quickly (laughs) i'm telling you (laughs) Uh, i can keep it going though you just got to feed her some gas yeah she's a She's a gas guzzler. Hey, I, it's like one, a gold digger. It's a gas digger. I mean, it, I, it's time for me. It's time to get a car, you know. And you, uh, you need your transportation, you know. So even like you having a shoddy car, you have yeah. to get a new one. That's just absolutely. The way it is. <clears throat> but I did not miss, you know, saving car payment like uh, and uh, insurance, insurance, and stuff. yeah. On that like that That's monthly nice. bill, yeah, it sucks. I'm saving money a little bit. It's like uh, I wish I could figure out a way to get around without. Spending. I, I don't tell them, but because uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna trademark this. But uh, I'm gonna sell this idea to Geico. They're like, save fifteen percent or more on Geico. Save a hundred percent and fucking total your car. <laughs> Am I, I right? Right. right? Hey. And then get a check for the payoff total of the car. But then they're so, gonna. Oh, don't give. It's ideas. a real come up. It really. I or mean, just drive your car into a lake. It takes balls. Not with your children in it, you pieces of shit in South Carolina. Oh, damn. I'm talking it, to you. It takes a lot of balls to do that, though. Like, even because people do do that where they come in front of you and then they'll, you know, like kind of brake check you or try to slam, get you to rear yeah, end yeah, them. Yeah. Or whatever. The, like the, the swoop and squat. Man. It even has a name. I remember that from an old commercial. That's a disgusting habit to get into. The president from 24 told me that. Huh, I don't know. Anyway, I thought some I thought, deep cuts. I, I hope you I'm, guys are picking up on any of it. I was thinking I was maybe going to get into a fender bender when I was coming back here to before doing the show because I didn't even know this was going on. But I guess there's like a mass garage sale throughout yeah, like the whole a, neighborhood. A neighborhood yard sale. Yeah. yeah. So everybody's just driving around at like five miles an hour, and there's kids with bikes and skateboards. Well, and there's, to, uh, um, you know, a truth be told, your neighborhood is a fucking mess of cars in the street. Every house yeah. has a big ass garage or at least a standard size garage and nobody fucking uses them. And uh, just like I feel like it's probably most of America. People use garages as storage facilities or gyms or both or they have the biggest giant Cadillac coolest car you ever saw parked sideways inside of them. But even as like we're looking, dad. even as we're looking at but some cars right now, they're they're so sunbeaten. That I, exactly. Like the, the paint's coming off. Of them. Absolutely. When you want to protect it a little bit and Dude, put it in the I, garage. When I had a garage, my car was in my garage. Yeah. Whenever any car house I've ever had that had a garage, I use it for what it was for, the fucking car. Yeah. And, growing, and then storage above and beyond that. Growing up in the city, it's like no no contest. If you have a garage, your car is in there. because Because really, like, of the weather, too. Oh, well, Cold that, and hot. Yeah. Cold and, hot. and people just walking around, literally. It's the weirdest thing. You'll just witness it. And people are just pulling door handles. That's ridiculous. Walking up the street, well, pulling handle after handle just to see what happens. Don't, that's why your parents move here instead of Philly. Yeah. It's and less then, of a shithole here. And then it's not to say that anybody targeted your car, but if you left it unlocked overnight, you probably got got. But your you know? car, your neighborhood is constantly filled with fucking cars all along the street. Rocky saw it on the way, and I'm sure it, it's it's a left and right, left and right dodging people. And then so today with the extra traffic in here, it was a real fucking a real nightmare. And I was probably going way too fast. For any time of day, but especially with all that going on. And then I had to, whoa, I need to slow the fuck yeah, down. Yeah, you get, you prepare for it. Because I saw the, the driveways with shit in them. And I was like, I put two and two together and was like, oh, this explains why there's even more random people stopped in the middle of the street with their hazards on. When you're driving by any of that, do you ever have the urge to go Absolutely. to the garage Are you kidding sales? me? Always. Really? Oh, every time, dude. I almost stopped on my way in here. 
but I didn't really see anything I wanted. But I was like, but I can't see everything they got. I got to stop and look. No. I'm you, always did tempted. Did you somehow miss the massive sign at the very front yeah, of the neighborhood? Did not even see that it. Said community wide garage sale. <laughs> no. And then this was the most confusing thing I've ever seen in my life. I went up to basically a uh, a stop sign, and it said it said yard sale, and then it had a. a a sign pointing in every direction. Oh, every direction? I love yeah. it. So, you know, it's in like, which way do I go? direction. And then, yeah, it was a little crazy, but I don't know how you missed that. Totally I didn't don't know. It at all. I, I bet I never have the urge to go up to them. It's like, really? I don't want to haggle with about the price or, you know. No, that's the best part. You can haggle and find some steals and deals. But then you have to, like, talk to these strangers and, like, they, So what? I don't know. It's a little iffy for me. Hopefully. <laughs> we should take the recorder and go yard sale hopping. We were planning with, um, like, in a few weeks, I think this is going to be a little down the line still, but yeah, uh, yeah, Tuttle's yeah. going to try to help me get over this social anxiety type of thing and we oh, yeah? might walk around and do like Tuttle on the street style things yeah men on him. the street a men on the street segment yeah and, and then that whereas should be me a- and Tuttle are the men and John is the uh, scaredy guy behind <laughs> us <laughs> yeah. just kidding it'll be me and John probably uh, like golf commentating on Tuttle's as Tuttle oh, approaches yeah. this homeless man as, as, and taking notes. Tuttle's feeding a swan. No taking. Whoop, the swan won. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't a swan trash bag. Swan won Tuttle zero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it wasn't a trash bag. It was Tuttle. <laughs> yeah. But that should be in like early May, hopefully, uh, give or take. But that should be a fun time. And I mean. It may. I just, or may not happen. Oh, I hate you so much, bro. They're too. so corny. I can't move on sometimes from how corny no, some of these jokes blow are. blow through. Stop, <laughs> stop giving it credence. Um, I, I, so yeah, it's been a while since I've been to a garage sale. But like there was one I was thinking about going to. Because it just said point blank five dollars everything, and it's like what? then you know that's like a five and below, but in your neighborhood, yeah, it's, it's like right around the corner. And here. it's not outside; it's not inside, so it's socially distanced and safe. Yeah, and they got a lot of shit. It looked like, and it, when it's like, I know what I'm getting into. So five dollars is everything, and I don't have to like you know whatever you fucking want. And sometimes you really do find some gems, but I just don't like. D- like deep dive like that into thrifty things, which I wish there I would do more of because I love that shit all day. I would always get thrifty so stuff. Go walk around your damn yard sale. Neighborhood, I'm scared, you buddy. I am scared. <laughs> you want me to just say it? Okay, okay. I admit Look, it. It's better to do it out here than in a yard sale in your neighborhood back where you live because it would just be old used meth bathtubs. <laughs> I know. And things with smoke damage because yeah. of all the fires. They're trying to sell me a whole pack of Ziploc baggies with like s- some with holes in them. And like, what's the white stuff in this one? <laughs> You've never been used. Okay, I bet. Um, but okay, so as we uh, move on here, before we get into the back half, do we want to do a what's up, Doc? But no, oh, wait, because what it is is you don't have a what's up, Doc, this week, right? I do not have a what's up, Doc. You don't. This week. Rocky said that he had brought something or a, a documentary he saw that he thought was interesting that he wanted to talk about. Yeah, if, we were going to flip uh, it on you guys. If you guys have time and want to do it, I'm, I'm definitely prepared. It's, it was a really interesting one. Uh, John, you and I are hockey guys. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. well, I mean, especially you growing up in a hockey town. Uh, being a hockey dude in Florida, I realize that I am uh, a part of the minority. But um, So, do we want to play an intro before we get into this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Might as well. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, I feel on. like it's, 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 it's the process, so let's, right. let's respect the process. Yeah, yeah, and that was a perfect little tease before we get into it. Exactly. So, let's go to What's Up Doc. What's up, Doc? Mm. What's up, Doc? This is heavy duty, Doc. This is great. Mm. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? Is there a doctor in the house? I'm a doctor. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? We really mean it. 
What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? I like, we got all three of us in on that. But uh, this is the segment where I bring you a review of one of the many documentaries I've watched and try not to spoil it in the process. I can guarantee you neither, as I am not bringing you shit this week. I'm passing the puck to my boy, Rocky. Who's got the aforementioned documentary he just teased? Oh, a hockey pun. I like that. Passing the puck. Yeah. Well, that's actually perfect. This uh, this was a... Uh, I loved this documentary. And, I'm going to um, meg your five hole. Ooh, you like that? <laughs> oh. There's some deep reference. Uh, like I said before... That was okay. John and I, were both hockey guys, but uh, I'm not as much I know stuff. I of your a hockey hole. guy. Um, so I, uh, you know, I still have lots to learn. And one thing I didn't know about this guy, uh, his name's Derek Bagard. That's who the documentary is about. Uh, it's on, it's called Punched Out, and you can find it pretty much everywhere. I found it on YouTube, um, and it was actually fairly decent quality. Oh, okay. you watch, so you just watched it for free? Yeah. Oh, easy so, enough. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, I really liked it. And so, um, man, it's, uh, it's almost like a tearjerker. Uh, okay. Okay. You end up feeling very bad for this extremely tough dude by the end of it. Um, so he was an he was an enforcer for the Minnesota Wildcats, like John, uh, like I said earlier, and the Rangers. And I think he was on another team for a short period of time as well. But um, well, and just the Wild, not Wildcats. I was going to say, the isn't it just the Wild? But yeah, and, yeah, he, and he's, a, he's a, wait, he played Kentucky basketball. Did I say Wildcats? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, he just uh, he, how did he do in the Final Four? Yeah, over at Villanova. <laughs> Villanova, no, that's Kentucky, silly. <laughs> I don't know where the hell that came from Baylor um, Bears <laughs> Villanova's it, Wildcats too you it, motherfucker are they <laughs> Gonzaga yeah, Twinks that's all I know too uh, many too many <laughs> uh, but yeah but Bugard is a big dude so yeah Bugard is a he's a big bad MF'er if you've spoiler ever seen spoiler alert him. was a big dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, but yeah even his name Bugard it, like it's uh, it's rough and so um, sounds already, already, it sounds easily chantable from the opposing team's fans right Bugard you know what's funny that's, dude that's so funny whenever he skates on the ice, uh, his everybody in the whole crowd. I mean, he Sit, was a boo. damn superstar for a little bit, and they go boo, and it sounds like they're booing him, but really they're they love this guy. Okay, uh, uh, so it's uh, he, I mean, like I said, at one point he was a, he was a damn star, um, but um. So it, Wait, it, he was a star too. He played for the stars. Well, he was, no, yeah. <laughs> he played he, in Dallas. How long? His his main job was to be physical and to yeah. try to defend, a hometown defend your good players or whatever. Kind yeah, of, enforcers are fighters, right? They're yeah. almost paid fighters yeah. on skates. Yeah, so that's that's see that's a that's a big part of the uh, the documentary. They kind of open it up with the first thing that you mentioned when I said that, uh, anything about this was did he have a lot of brain injuries or yeah. something like that? CTE and, was and what that's I how first they kind of started off. Like, should would there be fighting in hockey? Um, the, the fighters like it. The uh, team likes it. The, right. the the players like it. The, the fans like it. Everybody it, right. likes it except for non hockey fans. Okay, they think it's um, obviously it's pretty pretty brutal and people have died. Well, yeah, and sometimes they fight with their helmets on, you know. And yeah. like you, you try, the goal was you Sounds try to silly. get it off. But yeah. if you listen, because like they mic up a lot of the players yeah. for across all sports, and a lot of the times before a fight, it's pretty cordial. It's like you want to go, good luck. Yeah, yeah. And he and goes, "You want to take your helmet?" And he's like, "Yeah, I don't want to punch your helmet." Yeah, like, dude, the the mic'd <laughs> yeah. up, mic'd up hockey moments are almost as good as the football ones that you guys played earlier. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Football mic'd up is really funny. That and chatter. Hockey. The hockey ones are almost exactly the same, just a lot yeah. more A's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You want to go in? <laughs> you're, you're there tra- is some of that. You're trash, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah buddy. So polite. No, Listen, here, guy. Of, you'd be you'd be surprised at how polite some of these fighters are. But um, so yeah, it kind of starts off so. Eric Bugard, I believe he's from a little town in Canada, and um, it starts Letter off Kenny? with uh, he's not he's not a great skater, 
um, and he's not a good scorer, but he was bigger than everybody. And although he couldn't even skate that well, it's a very happy Gilmore. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of. That makes know, sense. Yeah, he, he didn't. He didn't skate very well. He so couldn't like a, score. A happy yeah. Gilmore on skates. He he scored some epic goals, even even a couple game winning ones. But I'm thinking uh, like the, a Eric Lindros. Is he like built like that? And that's kind of his way, role. No, was way Lindros bigger. a fighter? He, he's no, built exactly oh, I thought Lindros like was a fighter. Would no. Think. Okay. Someone named Derek Bugard. Think about that. That's what he. That's he, what he looked okay. like. He, he was trying to be as annoying like a Bugard, like a booger you can't pick. <laughs> oh wow! That's wow. No, that's fine. See, I can reach. If I try to be funny, <laughs> no. I fail. I, I'm the informing part of this show. Sometimes I those got are it. good, though, John. It's Sometimes those are really good. You just <laughs> had to really reach for that one. It's like you went around your own neck to pick your own booger. Yeah, man. <laughs> just go directly in. You took us on. You took us on a drive there. <laughs> But um, but yeah, it starts off kind of sad, and uh, it's uh, with basically hockey scouts. The, um, they were they were there were some hockey scouts in the crowd when he was like in middle school or high school, and they were there to scout somebody else. But he ended up getting into a bench clearing brawl where he basically knocked the shit out of some kid for starting a fight. He never he didn't start a lot of fights, right? But he would man, he, would, he would end him. He's yeah. broken people's jaw. There's all kinds of great footage of him fighting. So he, he was, was one of the best to ever for do fighting. Well, they yeah, were impressed with his so fighting. They were there scouting. I didn't know that was a kid. scouted thing. Yeah, so yeah they're just scouting skills oh, and fighting Canada, was a, side a huge thing. deal. That's like the only thing that you can do in some of these parts of Canada. Huh. You either play hockey or nothing. Yeah, you yeah. go work yeah, at yeah. The and, then, and then in hockey, you have your roles. You're the goal scorer, yeah. the playmaker. That's a good passer, a and defender, if, or the bully. An enforcer is there to basically believe it or not. So the the main argument in this thing is the enforcer is there to keep peace because if someone's fucking with the other guy's captain or whatever, you need an enforcer to go out on the ice and say, "Now, if you want some, right, you can't have they some." Fuck with and as a matter of fact, there's right. so much good footage of him going out on the ice. People start going crazy, and he's like, "I'm here now. Like I'm here now." Yeah, and like and and now you're in trouble. Right, right. And he broke that dude's jaw. Uh, that that particular time uh, was his favorite band, Five for Fighting. <laughs> oh God. I'm just wondering. I've he, never heard of that. He, he's got no quit in this guy. He, he's a fighter just as much as Bugard <laughs> yeah, is. He's a fighter. Yeah, I never stop. He's really putting himself out there. <laughs> You'll never stop, Rock. <laughs> You'll never stop me. <laughs> you know what's funny? Is my You're name like is a side of beef. I just keep hitting you and hitting My name's you. Rocky. I've never seen any of the Rocky movies. I've never really? seen Rocky Horror Picture Show. See, you're showing us a documentary. Like, How have you not seen Rocky? Because <laughs> he watches this weird shit on YouTube. I know. <laughs> he's watching all the wrong stuff. But it's cool. No, it's fine, man. I like this weird. I forgot what we were talking about. So, um, so yeah. The, Wait, so would you recommend it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. god, it's so good. Would but, you? How many slices out of four would you give it? How many slices? You three have a slice. one through four. That's all you got. Three slices and a bite of the next one. Okay. Nice. Three point one slice for the morning. I like it. But um, it, it was really really good. And it starts out basically they they have to tell this kid's parents your kid sucks, but if if he he might make it. But he's going to fight, and he's going to get hurt, and that's what ends up happening. And this dude's rise to literal fame. I mean, he ends up... Uh, th- th- so much goes on, but um, I-, I-, I don't want to ruin the end, but yes, everybody pretty much knows... Everybody pretty much knows that he he is uh, he has he died. Oh, he dies um, at the end. Spoiler he, alert. He, we try I not mean, to do that. Here we go. Spoiler. <laughs> just the one. Just he the dies one. how stars should die. Okay. On tons of drugs. Uh, okay. After a night of drinking with some pills and some coke and some whatever. Jeez. It's a, it's a it's a great thing. But um, it's a great thing. It's a it, it is, it's a fun awesome. time provided you don't die. <laughs> but I mean, I I hope they studied his brain or something and found the golf ball sized lumps because this dude is, he's an interesting cat. It's a great documentary, and if you're any, I, you don't even really need to be a hockey fan to that, like that's this. That's another good question. Do you have to be into the sport to be into the? Like, not, 
I don't think so. It's pretty no, it's interesting. interesting. That's uh, yeah. I don't know. I I know little about hockey, but I don't follow it at all. They but do. if it's interesting, I'll watch it. I yeah. don't care what the subject matter. Well, to is. me, the like fighting in hockey is of any sport like one of the most emotionally driven things that yeah. there is. They talk it, about it, that. The way it pulls, it broke his heart. The emotions out of you because he it's was crazy. A, he was a really nice guy. He was a sweetheart. He was a teddy right. bear. He just happened to be but a he, hardcore rough dude. He he was paid to rip your head off, and he was good at his job. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, same a, thing. it's a big part of the documentary is is the emotional toll, you know, because some of these guys, you know, they fight five times a week. I don't know if you've ever been in a fist fight, but almost every fight I've ever been Not in on skates. later on, That's even crazier, I, by I the way. hate myself for it. I really don't like it. Oh, yeah. I cried after. Um, like, it, like, th- like, there is a testimony to like, n- despite how big they are, or physical they can get, how nice that they can be to like, um, th- literally, uh, this is one of the clips that I was playing earlier, but this is how the linemen in the NFL talk to each other. Oh, yeah. You're about to get it. You're about to get it right there. You're about to get this. No, don't say that. I'm not scared of you. <laughs> you see what like, I mean? No, don't yeah. say that. That was mean. They're not nice. <laughs> but this is also the same league with the same position players as that fucking incognito guy who was a total fucking monster. Oh, yeah. He calls people every word. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, yeah. The, or the one guy, I forget his name, he took off Rudolph, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback's helmet. And started beating the shit out of him with it. What the fuck? Uh, right, like he t- ripped his helmet off and then started hitting oh, him with I've the helmet. Oh, I've seen that clip, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've then, never so- understood how some of these hits in either hockey or football, how you don't get your ass whooped after the game. I've actually asked my friend Paul, because we watch a lot of hockey together, what happens after these fights or whatever? Like, Because like, if I ever see you again... After you fucking slap me with a stick in front of my family, knock knock people out, right? Hit me in the head with my own helmet. If dude, if me or my friends ever see you again, it's it's fucked up. But yeah. some of this stuff. Then I was told basically one, it's part of the game, and second of all, if it's really that bad, it's technically considered assault, and you can't go to jail for that. Yeah, and there are like unwritten rules. So if you break those rules, then you're got to be you got to be ready to scrap. But at the same time, like some of it starts on Twitter and is a little more serious than other stuff. But a lot of the times, it's you know. My my team's down by two goals. I got to get a fire under our bellies. You know, let me fight the, the the person on the other team that's down. Yeah, you know, and it, it is a necessary evil whether you like it or not. It's how the game is set up, and that's pretty much how it is. But they do kind of provide an unbiased because uh, they go back and forth. They have players. Okay, they give you both sides because a lot of times these things come at it from one perspective. But uh, but yeah, I would highly uh, highly recommend this. Uh, it's punched out the rise and fall of Derek Bagard. Uh, you can find the full thing on YouTube, and I believe it's all over the place. If you want a better, uh, you know. Because uh, like YouTube, quality, you know, graphics, you're only getting so much quality. Graphics. And, yeah. and wow. there's a lot of fights, there's a lot of interviews, <laughs> and uh, so you might want to see it. Holy shit. <laughs> if you want to step up from Mario to Sonic, watch it on I Netflix. Did, I did watch Sonic too. That was a good movie. Oh my um, God, really? Yeah, I, keep okay. see, I keep seeing a preview. I, I should it was give okay. it a watch. It a good, right. uh, That's the video game facts. in me. Yeah, graphics. Oh, yeah. Um, Thank you guys for letting me do a. Uh, no, uh, that was cool. Thank you so much. That was cool, man. We We have. I think the pizza is going to be getting here soon. We ordered Uh-oh. some for break. Um, and then do you have something that you wanted to tell us? You were like, oh, pizza. Uh, I, I was doing something with pizza Yeah, recently. I can kind of give the details when we come oh, back. Okay, yeah. cool. We'll go to break, and then I'll give the details, and then we'll get into... Uh, pizza coma. What? Uh, yeah, I almost I forgot. Know. What do we call our segments, John? <laughs> Did you hear? And bold print only. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm I was like, starving. Yeah, cool. I'm, I'm getting I think hungry. hunger's fucking with my shit. Yeah, I need to drink some more Pepto. <laughs> All right, we'll uh, be right back in a little bit. This is episode 176 of Funny to Informing. I was on fire for you. 
Welcome back to Funny Tool for Me, episode 176. 176. I am Jinx, John. You owe me a show. <laughs> uh, I am John. That is Jinx. And, uh, <laughs> this is Jinx, Jinxenberg <laughs> Coleman. <laughs> we, uh, we got our pizza on break. That, what song did we play? That was Fire for You Fire. By, by Cannons. Oh, you little arsonist. Yep. Never heard of, uh, of either one of the band or the, the, that particular song. And, uh, but I heard it, like I said, on the way over here. And I was like, that's interesting. And I was like, it's real chill. And, uh, you know, I like chill vibes at break, and then we ended on some energy. So we're going to go with the chill vibes. That was a good one to go with. Yeah, I don't know anything about that song, but something, I, I'm assuming it's new. I, I like, know they get fired in Tampa a lot. Well, not really. Not not as much as they used to. Fire no. the cannons! <laughs> not anymore. Well, yeah. since Tom Brady's back a little bit. Yeah, a little more now. Fuck Tampa Bay. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. We, we know. Actually, we'll... scratch that song. Put another one in. <laughs> I can't have anything to do with Tampa in my shit. Uh, yeah, and we uh, and then we ordered pizza and just took a little bit of a break. Yeah, to get did some, some pizza and wings. A... I ate a nice, responsible caprese salad. Oh, yeah. It's, yep. uh, I think we you guys were saying we scared the shit out of the delivery person a little bit. No, when... we didn't scare him. I think well, he just didn't want to go back to work. 
Oh, because <laughs> yeah. he saw the table full of goodies. We got the yeah, we got the liquor and the beer out here, and then the vape pens, cigarettes, and the recording equipment. Yeah, I'm well, sure. Yeah, he wanted yeah, he wanted to hang, and then he saw cigarettes, and he was like, "Oop, bad news, bears! I gotta go. <laughs> I'm healthy. Yeah, but I'm dude, healthy. I eat pizza every day. <laughs> put that second mask on. <laughs> yeah, put two masks on. Um, we're smoking cigs up in here, bitch. Yeah, and then uh, well, because and then it was funny, like we were ordering pizza or whatever, and then you had uh, I guess something that you had gotten into. Uh, it, like a few days ago, with no. a, with a buddy of yours, uh, making pizza. When I don't know me, maybe that's not. right. Okay, yeah, I did. I posted a bunch of pictures, and I'll continue to post more. But so I'm trying to get this uh this parties with Peisenberg thing. You know, now it kind of shut. That kind of got put on hold because of COVID. I mentioned it a long time ago. Well, pre COVID, right about before to do this, right? Yeah, that yeah. idea was getting kicked around. So it all got put on on a hard hold, and uh, I'm trying to get it going again now that it's a new year and things are lightening up. And I'm saying, you know, I've given them both shouts out on the show, uh, the Pizza Slut and Black Magic Pizza, doing their pop ups around town. So it's like really inspired me. Now I want to get one of these fucking ovens, and even if I'm whether I'm doing pop ups or not, I'm not trying to compete with those guys, but. I just yeah. want to do something, you know? You, you've been on like a big pizza hiatus, you know? Like, I have. There's been a lull there where and you have I'm getting tired doing... of just cooking in a kitchen regular style, I think. I don't know. Well, I think you're passionate. And doing really... it for other people. I love my bosses. The Cavos are amazing dudes. They're like the best people I could ever work for, aside from doing it for myself. Yeah. Well, so if but... I can eventually even offset some by doing a little, I'm not going to just go work for myself all the time. That's not going to happen. Not right away, at least. But if I could do two days, you know, if I could just schedule a couple things myself and then work a couple days at Cavos, you know, to help them out and also earn some pay. Well, what sucks that about would be it, ideal. it doesn't matter how much, how talented. I just don't like going to work five days a week. Yeah. Let's it, be honest. It, well, whatever skills you have, if it, if you don't have the budget to, you know, spend so, like a, an uppity amount of money to have the equipment to be able an to do it. An amount. The hard I like part. how you, yeah. Well, so I'm trying to piece. <laughs> I'm trying to piece out the equipment too. Yeah, it's not something I can just dive and, and all like into. Even even doing the podcasting, like, and I know it's fair to say this with everybody, but if we had more money to put into this, oh yeah, we look would, at the rich people. With we podcasts. would be so, look how well they do. We, we would be so <laughs> rich. exponentially better if we had money, a little bit of money, because like I know, like. A lot of people. Oh, go, my life go would be exponentially better with a little bit of money. Who are you kidding? People, <laughs> people go into their pockets to to fund their podcasting, and I feel like we hardly do that. You know what I mean? We kind of go off of what we've had for so long. You know, and and you know, we just try to take care of the equipment that has either been gener generously given to us, or you know, something that we've and you, you upgrade know. when you can, and and when you and can. we actually yeah we do and you know we use like our Patreon money. Thank you to those guys. Oh more yeah, more so than any and everybody else. Dear, but like yeah. we use that stuff to like keep us going on equipment and upgrading it here and there and we have a little in the kitty and we use it for like uh, you know some of our stickers and stuff like that too but, so we don't have to come out of pocket for all that yeah, stuff yeah and I'm not talking shit but about we mostly other... do come out of pocket for all that stuff yeah and I, I'm not like saying anything about other podcasters but some people dig into their own pockets you know it's like you know and it's cool that like if you have money to put into it to, to, to try to make it better definitely do that but like sometimes I'm like damn can't you just like try to you know, do the best product that you can without like putting like putting yourself so much in the red and you and like in right before this before you can even make any money, you got to recoup thousands of dollars. Now yeah, how much you're in. And but, I'm just like, I bought some pieces of equipment and tried to make it last as long as possible. Right, <laughs> and then right. do the same thing we do every single week. And ha if we had a little bit more money, you know, or like kind well, of investing in the pizza thing, exactly. And that's it's, what I'm trying to do, a little piece by piece. And it's all about equipment. And so my buddy got a piece of equipment. Shout out to my buddy Joe. Um, he was on all the, you know, I, ta I'll ta I tagged him on all the posts on Instagram. You can follow him at that underscore gorilla. 
um, because he's got the oven rocking. It's it's by Uni is the brand, um, and it's a little twelve inch personal pizza oven. So you're only cooking one pie at a time, which is really all anybody's doing in any of these personal little ovens is one pie at a time. But it you know, and it's wood fired, which I liked, which is different from the other stuff that these other guys around town are using. They're using propane, which is better, honestly, for 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 doing mass production like that. Because oh, you got yeah. you got to regulate your temperature. At this, you got to cook a pizza and then take it out and then close the door and let the heat you know pump back up. So it really works out is you make one pizza, cook it, pull it out, make another pizza. By the time that's made, you should be ready to cook with another one. Yeah. But you got to keep feeding it wood pellets. It's wood pellet ba- fired. So I like that because it's got that wood, that, that real smoke flavor. It's fucking, it was delicious. They were all delicious. I guess it depends. You said on... you saw the pictures. Oh, dude. So I was just yeah. kind of doing some like test testing and research and development, so to speak, and just fucking eating and enjoying our, uh, our you know, the, the shit we were trying. And, uh, you know, I've had heartburn for days because of it. <laughs> you got the Pepto out. Should, we, should we do a little bit yeah, of a we'll shot do a, here? We'll do a shot of uh, JMO followed by a shot of Pepto. Cheers, sir. that's how I'm living life. Yeah, I uh, yeah we have JMO and proper twelve. Oh, I guess. the fanciest shot glass I've ever done a shot out of. My, is that like crystal? Probably. I, I don't think it is. Really? Well, it, your parents are fancy. I was trying to listen to the clank when we clanked them together. Yeah, because there is like a sound that comes oh. out of crystal uh, as opposed to just like a regular glass. I don't think what so. What do you got to do to her to make her make that noise? <laughs> crystal. <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah, you can check out all that stuff on my Instagram, on my other Instagram, which I'm going to start using, I think, a lot more now that I'm trying to like actually start moving forward with this a little more. Uh, Peisenberg official, which John made fun of me for having because anybody who's unofficial has an official Instagram handle. You're just um, like so, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I just wanted to, you know, like I said, and also uh, you can, you know, email me for any details. I know people were interested when I mentioned it before. Um, you know, again, I can come to your house and cook for you and sh- kind of teach you how to do it yourself. And then if you're interested in ever buying any of this equipment yourself, you can then make it at home. He, but you can email me at uh, pizzapeisenberg at gmail. He's vaccinated, folks. Yes, that too. Is it pizzapeisenberg at gmail? Yep. All one word? Yep. Oh, easy enough. Yeah. P-I-E-S-E-N-B-E-R-G. All E's. No use. As things are opening up a little bit and starting to, to give us a little bit more freedoms... You At least know, I'm it, vaccinated, it so I don't have to worry about Rocky's old COVID ass. <laughs> yeah. Um, should we get into the news that we have for the back half and the Did You Hears? Yeah, and we'll do the, what's our segment called? Did You Hears? <laughs> I don't know. Let's do that. What show is this? <laughs> Where am I? Did you hear that? Critical maps, we give it our role. We love if you give us a little back. We can't be too mad at you for clicking on that. Yo, did you hear? Horror show all up in your ear. Yo, did you hear? Did you hear? And now we got some news and stuff that we wanted to dive into that's happening to other people and not necessarily going on with us. 
And, um, you know, it could be across the country. It could be across the world. It, uh, it could be right, right here. Spin a globe and put your finger on it. It could be from there. Literally. Unless it's the ocean. Not too much news coming out of there. No. Unless, uh, yeah, like Bermuda Triangle. I feel like the oh, there's a lot always... of shit coming uh, going in there. Nothing <laughs> comes out. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, do you want to go first? Did you hear? Does the name Tim Stark ring a bell to, to anybody from Tiger King? Tim Stark. I was trying to remember which staffer he was. Apparently, he was a staffer from the I can't even remember what it's called now, though the Tiger King Park. Oh, the the Memorial Zoo, what GW Memorial. Yeah, I was gonna say, is it GW something? Yeah, yeah GW yeah. Zoo. Yeah, I'm actually shocked. I remember that. That's a, that's a good recall there. But yeah, so Tim Stark from Tiger King in custody after suicide threat. So I guess this guy went online. I was watching this video earlier. It's too long for me to really play on the show. It's like three and a half minutes, but. I guess the gist of it is, uh, let's see, it says, Tim Stark, famous for being one of the animal park staffers on Tiger King, threatened to take his own life after taking a loss in court, and now police are involved. Here's the deal, because the video is crazy. I will say, you know, maybe Google it if you want to see it, Tim Stark, Tiger King, you'll see this video. Um, he went live on Facebook Wednesday night after an Indiana judge banned him from owning animals and made several threats against himself and anyone coming to his property. Jeez. So, so I guess he's, I guess he probably had some exotic animals that he's not supposed to have, and probably way too many of them, if I'm guessing. And the judge was like, you can't have these, you know what I mean? So... Are people still keeping up with, like, the employees and all those crazy characters from the show? I don't think people are, but this was a... Dude, this video is, like, crazy. Well, so and this is a very real thing. That's what I'm saying. Thing. You should watch yeah. this video because it, the reason I'm sharing this story is because it says here, as you can see in the video, Tim shows what appears to be a syringe attached to his arm, which he claims is filled with drugs used for euthanasia. And he says what the drug is, but uh, phenobarbital, which he says he also cut with something else to make it go directly to his heart and kill him instantly. And I've never seen anyone hold themselves hostage in the way he has it. So he has, he has his like, I think he has some kind of issue or health issue in there in which he has a port installed on his body. You you know what a port is. Oh, like. yeah. Okay. So he has a port, and I think it's in his arm. Right. Because he has this giant bandage across his whole forearm. It looks like a big wrap, you know, it covers his whole forearm. And you can see the tube going down from his wrist going down to like where your vein would be near your arm in the bottom of your forearm. Yeah. And then there's like a syringe. It's not a needle syringe. It's like a, one of those pump style syringes that attaches to a hose that you would like pump fluid or medicine into an IV tube with. Okay. Like, right? Yeah. Like so it's not like you're point. puncturing your skin. Yes. He has an access point. So he's not puncturing his skin with a needle. So he just has it screwed on and attached and you can see, and he's got it held in his one single hand and he's holding it up in front of the camera with his fingers on it, like threatening to pump the fucking phenobarbital into his bloodstream. If the judge doesn't go back and follow his demands and give him a retrial and let him have his animals. This and then he's like, and then he threatens to shoot anyone that will come on his property if they set foot on his property. So, and this is all on live stream on Facebook. So because of that, now police are involved and there was an update to the story that says, uh, Let's see. Uh, later the same day, on the as it was reported, a couple hours later, law enforcement sources tell TMZ Tim was taken into custody at his residence Thursday night for a non-criminal incident. But I'm assuming it's the Indiana's version of Baker Act. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean? That's I not mean, a criminal act, but threatening to harm yourself or others. Well, it, so. it, like because if he had a gun, then I'm you sure, should say he, he could harm said, others, right? But and like, I'm sure he probably said he had a gun. I mean, he said he would shoot anybody on the property. That's a unique way to do it, though. That's it's what like, I'm saying. I've never seen anybody do it this way. It's moving, and you can see him. See how he's holding the 
the syringe with the thing around his forearm up. Oh, And he's going to pump that supposedly phenobarbital into his fucking body. He doesn't even look worried about it. No, no, no. He's just like real calm. Like, I'll do it. By the end of the video, he is crying, but he's like scream crying. Like, listen to my... my, Like R. Kelly? It's a sad breakdown. Not that bad. Not that bad. No, 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 no. R. Kelly's was a little dramatic. Nobody's fucking R. Kelly. Yeah. (laughs) Back to you in the studio, John Hanna. Did you hear that a police... Uh, a, a police officer, so more than one, are being sued after pepper spraying and drawing guns on an army officer during a traffic stop. Uh, this was in Columbus? Yeah, Columbus, Ohio, or Georgia? Um, well, the article is coming out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Uh, is suing two Virginia police officers was over a traffic stop. Rome. Um, the, the officers drew their guns, pointed them at him, and used slang terms uh, to suggest he was facing execution. Um, it seemed like... What's the, a the, slang term for facing execution? I don't you know. You're going to die. Like, what is... I, I don't understand what that... Put him a in a guillotine. <laughs> I don't know. Put him in a coffin. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. And uh, I guess they uh, then, after approaching the vehicle, pepper sprayed him. Um, uh, he, he's an army... Uh, they feel... Um, it important to note that he's black and Latino. That that's his background. The army, uh, the army officer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they're definitely, you know, the race card is being played. You know, and I don't know. I haven't honestly seen the video. I did see this story on Instagram today, and I saw the video. I didn't hear any of it. I saw some bits and pieces of it. And it, but again, I don't. Maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe this it is wild. So he says the 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 army guy. He says I'm honestly afraid the to victim. get out. Yeah, the victim. I'm I'm honestly afraid to get out. One of the officers responded, "Yeah, you should be." Wow. Then okay. no. Then well, and it also, out. there was multiple officers yelling at him. This is what I read. Again, I didn't hear it, but I'm sure if this happened, you can hear it in the video, um, that the officers are yelling both, get your hands out of the window, and all, or hands out the window, and also get out. So at the same time, two different cops are yelling, hands out the window, get out, hands out the window, get out of the vehicle. So it's like, so if he follows one and not the other, and I think he had a seatbelt on. Can you imagine if he reached for his seatbelt? Seriously. If the cops have guns on me, my hands are out the window and I'm not fucking moving. You can come take my seatbelt off of me, but don't fucking shoot me. So uh, it sounds, I don't know, it sounds aggressive. And I think if this guy's hands are out the window, why are they so... Uh, so fearing That's my for their thing. life, like they, like he even put his blinker on when he was getting pulled over, like signaling where he's going to go. Yeah, absolutely, like he, because uh, he, he's he's arguing that he was trying to stop in a well lit area, which he's at a gas station. Like, why'd you stop at a red light and let me hit you doing eighty? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Uh, yeah, but his SUV had tinted windows and didn't have a rear license plate. Uh, okay, so then, all good reasons to pull him over. Cool. Yeah. But then, not pepper spray and fucking hold him, draw down on him. But then they accused him of eluding police when he started signaling to go into the gas station to be in a lit area. Oh, he was eluding even though he signaled? No. That's a bit much. Yeah. Um, back to you. All right. Let's go to a little more lighthearted news. I just found this one interesting and wanted to read more on it. But uh, Babe Ruth handwritten letter to mistress sells for $201,000 at an auction. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, did you did you hear this? This was fairly new too. Yeah, he, I guess he he secretly penned a handwritten letter to his mistress behind his wife's back nearly a hundred years ago, and now the super unique item just sold for a fortune at auction. Uh, an undisclosed buyer dropped two hundred and one thousand eight hundred and eight eight hundred and fifty one dollars on the letter at. That's going to be the oldest episode of Jerry House. Springer. Imagine all of them showing up in their their ghostly forms. So like, you I guess cheated on me a hundred years ago. This letter was discovered years ago in a scrapbook of Nell Wilson, who's his alleged woman on the side. So I guess she was still alive back then, or her 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 notebook lived. Yeah. On. Well, how do you um, confirm that that's so, Babe Ruth's handwriting? Like, is like you well, don't certify that or anything. Like, you just gotta. Is no, but it, it, apparently this uh, t- this is pretty specific to his life. Let's see. Uh, Babe Ruth wrote, "Dear Nell, very sorry, but my wife jumped over." 
jumped over on me without me knowing without me knowing it. This is the first time she ever did that. She is watching me, so don't get mad, and I will see you Monday night. He continued, <laughs> the club is watching, so the only way I will be able to see you all night is for you to stop in at the Aldine Hotel, and I can see you. Babe. Oh, it's probably, yeah, it's probably Babe Ruth. That, wow. that, that is pretty damning. And After you- signing his name, Ruth, the most famous baseball player in the world, terrified of his wife catching him, wrote, Nell, don't call me up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah, Ruth, he married, yeah, it just says who he married. And he married at 19. He was a party boy. That. Absolutely. Drinking beer, eating hot dogs, and still Fucking, balling. like, cranking home runs with a cigar in his fucking mouth, dude. The, like, mean, get the hell out of here. Yeah, he was the, like, he treated baseball so irreverently and was so good at I it. I mean, that was a real man. He was built like Rocky and I. <laughs> Big old um, paunch gut and everything. Yeah. Uh, Hit it out of the park. Back to you in the studio, John Hannon. Did you hear uh, we got some deaths that we got to talk about, unfortunately? And um, I think that... Um, we got on- a new sounder for the deaths? In honor of the deaths, I think we should. we got we to gotta play a little sound now because they just keep happening, you know, and we have to talk about them Every week, every other week, we'll have some death stories. Yeah. And I guess we'll play the sounder every I, time. I think it's going to be delivered by The Undertaker. Rest in peace. But yeah, pretty d- a little dark. <laughs> um, but who is on the death list this week? Unfortunately, uh, we were talking about it a little bit already, but DMX at 50 years old passed away. Mm, let's hope he has anything but a rough ride to heaven. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, you think he's going to heaven? What y'all inwards want? <laughs> <laughs> He he was an amazing musician. I'm seeing clips like people are sharing stuff left and There's right of him. So much, so many stories. Just to the yeah, I was like I had to. I was fending off headlines left and right about him. I mean, not that I'm like didn't want to read them, but it's just like holy shit, how much attachment can you put? I mean, I, good for him. He's gonna have. I guess you know there was a bunch of memorial services at his hospital. I saw. Um, Grammy gonna, nominated. Yeah, absolutely. The guy was. He was. He had, he had one of the best albums ever. Like, and he did his own weird genre. It was like a angry. Really grimy street level, and then at the end it would be praying, pr- praying and crying. Yeah, it would like be some, like pray raps, like a and choir. He would cry in them. Yeah. But, I mean, I would get down with it. But um, yeah, they're doing like a huge memorial in his hometown. I read today, uh, Yonkers, New York, is where he's from, which is like uh, okay. north of the city, I believe. And uh, it's going to be so big, they're wanting to hold it at like a local racetrack. Not like the gas a, station, like a raceway. That's why I specified. That's where I my saw brain you went. Going there. I'm, yep. uh, there's no way the people listening. I'm sure I'm not the only one that my brain went there. But uh, yeah, but it's you were like a, you were like DMX is way too big for a racetrack. You got to hold that shit at like a Wawa at least, <laughs> <laughs> maybe a Bucky's. This guy was popular. Maybe the Bucky's in St. Augustine. Two hundred eight <laughs> gas pumps, folks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, he should get a big venue like that because like some of the concerts I saw him perform, I didn't even know. Like I've never never seen him perform live you know or right. even like videos his of persona it. was far bigger than he was huh dude little bitty man <laughs> like so like sometimes the crowd is as far back as the camera allows it to see like it's not, i guess some of the bigger you know like Lollapalooza or uh bonnaroo or whatever like one of those bigger things but like the, the control and command he had over the crowd it's obviously in a different aspect and and a way a little bit lesser of a level but like it reminded me of like a gangster freddie mercury how how much okay. how controlling he was of the crowd and he like, was like he's <laughs> <laughs> and the crowd's like <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> and they're just barking <laughs> back and forth and they just bark back yeah it's fucking crazy but I mean it was cool to see like the energy that he was signal like kind of like um uh how did uh, Kurt Cobain said it like that it was Vet Midler and the Rose vibes where you just pass vibes back and forth yeah 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 it was very much like that and to see him perform live must have been something special I mean but. we wouldn't have the artist we have Pitbull today without DMX. 
a few artists. We have yeah. him to thank for that. Pitbull, so. one of, yeah. Um, and then another death was, and this was like almost expected, but 99 years old, Prince uh, Philip. Yeah, Prince Philip. Queen Elizabeth the uh, Second's husband. Husband. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. saw a picture uh, in the news about that, and they used a picture of, you know, they were talking about actually, so there's a bunch of like side stories about that too. I guess one of the headlines I read was uh, Meghan Markle's not going to be able to fly because she's not been cleared medically because she's pregnant, I guess. And I was like, I'm sure she's really not. <laughs> Upset about that, not having to go see the royal family. Right. She just fucking threw under every bus available. She's, like, oh. She's probably also using that as an excuse. I can't fly. My doctor said no. Yeah, happy She's like, doctor, here's five grand. Write me a note. Happy accident. <laughs> but, so the picture, they used her head. Um, who's, is she married to Harry or William? I can lose Harry. this. Harry. Harry. So it's Harry's head, her head, and Prince Philip's head. And I was like, what is this headline about the royal, like Meghan Markle and and the prince and fucking Gollum? Like, what is what does Gollum have to do? Oh, dude, it was scary. People, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm gonna pull this no, up so you I can know. see it, they, and you can confirm that you know my precious. There were comments floating around uh, on the internet of yeah his appearance or the photo that they used. Um, you know when they were announcing his death and and doing the news reports and stuff because it wasn't flattering. Hands down, that was not no, the most and flattering. Then I photo. saw that he was ninety nine, and like you said, no surprise there. I was like, "Holy shit, that guy's ninety nine, and the queen's how old?" Uh oh, that's a good question. Right, Rocky the researcher Rocky is on it right crack now. Crack researcher, how old is Fresh Queen off Elizabeth? Crack and right on the research. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, ninety nine years old, and like, and I, I do want to say this real quick. I mean, ninety four, ninety four. So there you go. I got her in the death pool next year. Yeah, right. Seriously, I got her maybe this year. And I, I would say, you know how old couples when they're really close, like one dies and the other one dies shortly thereafter. Yeah, I don't feel like they're that close. She's like, oh, I didn't know he was still alive. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> She she wants to make it over a hundred, I think. She and she might. Man, she really can you might. imagine when you're that old? How many like uh, liver spots you got on you? Uh, you know what her favorite dessert? I don't even. Queen. Want, what? Spotted dick. I don't even want to think about it. No. <laughs> oh no. Um, but I mean, I and I do want to say real quick because like 99 years old, like when it is. Get it, Prince. When it's Prince your time. Philip's dick. What? Splotchy. No. Sorry. When, I'm like, making sure you got it. When it's your time, it's your time, you know. And I mean, I like just lost my last grandparent like earlier this week. And, and but yeah, I mean, but she was 88 years old, and, and you know, it was my mom's or my dad's mom. Uh, you know, my my other grandmother and old uh, Philly Grams. Yeah, as we call her. And as like, and I, it's it, when you're 88 years old, it's like okay. It, yeah, you don't go like, oh my god, taken already. Yeah, you go like, right, oh, she not, lived a full life. She right, lived eighty yeah. years, bro. And, I mean, and the th- and the conversation that me and my family were having was like, it was time, you know, like we we right. knew it was going to be happening soon, and you know, when you can see it happening, I guess it kind of eases the pain a little bit, but um, it is yeah. easier to deal with, I feel like. But he, that sucks that you lost a uh, Philly Graham. Yeah, but um, and then to to those, I say, rest in peace. Uh, back to you. All right, this one broke. Three hours ago, as we sit and record this, John, and I was like, wow, this is, uh, it was like, it was, it's extremely, the headline has grabbed me, and then I watched the video, which, uh, I think I'm gonna play some of, honestly, I think I should, so you can hear some of it, but it, I highly recommend you go and look for this video and watch it too, because what's going on? Um, so, Asian hate crime attacked, captured on live stream. Oh, jeez. There's the, been a lot of this the lately. The victim is yelling, yeah, call the police, but yeah, so, uh, Asian hate crime, it says, is not, uh, peculiar to the united states 
An Asian man was brutally attacked in London. So I was trying to figure out from the streets where this was. I could tell it wasn't USA. But the accents were all over the place. Like, the Asian guy has kind of a typical Asian accent. The guy filming. So it's got Twitch streaming. And he he didn't necessarily have, like, a British accent. So I couldn't really tell until I read the story. But you see the perp kicking the man as the person live streaming, who goes, goes by the name Sherwin, comes to his aid. The perp doesn't flee immediately, but as the victim repeatedly begs to, quote, call the police, he realizes what's up and flees. And like I said, this guy's just walking the streets of London on a live Twitch stream with comments and shit going on, and then fucking he looks over and this guy gets kicked off his bike, and the dude's about to fucking, like, curb stomp him right there in the middle of the street. This has been happening way too often lately. So I don't me, know where this is coming from or why the London? hell people feel like they need to be this way. Honestly, uh, COVID has not helped this at all, dude. I guess Asian... There's been, obviously, Asian hate underlying forever and ever. You know, it's like any other minority or whatever, but... Uh, but why do why aren't people just minding their own business? Yeah, or, like, why are they getting upset about something? Why do they have to... Yeah, they, they, because of... Even, let's say uh, it is because of coronavirus. So you're just going to attack a random person from that country or maybe they're not even from that country you know what i mean like it came from Man. china this guy could be japanese you know what i mean this guy could be from anywhere in asia and you're gonna kick him off his fucking bike did he make COVID? did he bring it to you did you know what i mean none of the above it, 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 it's it ridiculous is, it's really depressing you it know is, and, it's it, and it's happened a few times where like i'm wearing a mask in a little bit of a a, a more uh, culturally you know difficult uh, adaptable area you know or you know it's a little more opened up and people are very comfortable and it's a little more closed off and i go into a gas station and not everybody's wearing a mask or whatever and then people got to sit there and tell me china flu it's the china like and then like because i'm wearing a mask it doesn't help that our former president was calling it that shit yeah and, and like i like because i'm wearing a mask they're trying to say stuff to piss me off as if like i'm like the the, the, yeah. the, the categorical libtard shamed for know? having a mask right? yeah like come on man like and then, like i don't even say come on man <laughs> come on man that's the, that's the bottom in me <laughs> but like like why are you trying to piss me off and i didn't even say or do anything to you i'm wearing a mask and if like it, i'm not even pissed off that you're not wearing one like i'm just trying to go about my day and then you're sitting there trying to get under my skin for what why it's gonna why? be so politicized i don't know i don't understand it I it's not any either. like eh. well anyway let me play the clip of this video you guys can hear some of what this guy is uh and john i guess you can watch it with us when we listen but you guys can kind of uh hear some of what's going on yeah what's going on oh is he gonna And then the guy wanders off. But as John saw in the video, like while the, the Twitch streamer ran over to the, the Asian dude on the ground wow. with his bike to help him, and the dude, the attacker, ran back up to like kick him when the guy was standing right beside him. And the guy had to like help him fend him off. That man is a beast. He's that, a, that guy just alone. possibly saved that guy's life. At least Fuck saved off. him huge fucking injury, dude. Because this guy's just crumpled on the gr on the floor underneath his bicycle. It was fucking wow. What I, just, a beast. I couldn't believe to yeah. He's got so, like a stuffed frog or like a yeah. Like I don't a, know what's going animal. on. There's a lot of shit in that video. Yeah, because <laughs> in the small screen, he's got all of his uh his. You can see his commenters on the left side, and then he's got his uh you know his POV, and then he's also got a felt a, a selfie facing camera too. So you see his face in the. Bottom corner. Holy shit. He yeah. will fuck you up with Sh a stuffed animal shout on his shoulder. To, I will say, yes, yeah, shout out to Sherwin. Go follow that guy on Twitch. What He's got a some beast. pretty uh, interesting feeds, I guess. That is so cool, man. Um, okay, so I have one more. Did you hear um, that um, there was a huge paint explosion uh, in Ohio? It was a, a paint factory. 
Um, in you know, Ohio, paint so volatile. Yeah, uh, there was uh, forty employees inside. It happened earlier this week at the Yankin Majestic uh, Paint Campus in Columbus, Ohio. That's what I Columbus. call Columbus. So that's uh, why I was I confused. That's why my I stories. said I was yeah. Cl- oh, okay, I got you. So, so the, the other one was North Carolina. The, no, the police officers were Virginia police okay. officers. Yeah, and the article was out of North Carolina, and then I was thinking Columbus in my head because of this gotcha. story. Where and what's this place called? Um, Yankin Majestic. Ah, that's what I call it when I jack off in a castle. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> uh, See, ironic. I I swear I did not tell him the name of that place. Before I wanted to say it before, but we jumped on the Columbus thing, so I, I wanted to get it back. Yeah, in. I don't know. How, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, people. Soon as you said Yankin, I was like, "What is this place? I got to think of something funny." <laughs> See, people think probably we prepare that. No, nope, uh, that was no. not written at all. I, I, <laughs> um, the the other four buildings on the paint plants campus were empty at the time of the explosion and fire, so there were 40 employees inside of the one. Um, oh, they think it was like arson or. Uh, I yeah, mean, that's, that's a colorful crime. Th- see, that's the thing. Like, cause there's video to it too. But when you're talking about a paint factory that exploded, do they have any leads? It's got to be like the most colorful Maybe violence. Lead paint? No, it was bad. Oh, Get rid of it. Gotcha. Yeah, who led the investigation? <laughs> who led the investigation on that paint? Uh, the Columbus came di- from China. The Col- it all comes full circle to Sherwin's video. <laughs> uh, it was yeah, the Columbus Division of Fire Battalion Chief Steve Martin. What oh, the fuck? Are you kidding me? I'm not. I hear that guy's a you. jerk. Look at the bottom paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I, oh, look, there's a picture of him. He's on scene at the fire with a fucking arrow through his head. <laughs> Weird. Man, the only the only fire chief in the country that plays a banjo. Battalion chief Steve Martin. The only thing is like fire marshal Bill is the only yeah, worst. You that's can... the only worst. Yeah, I mean that's the. Uh, but Steve Martin's still a bigger idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, there was a big explosion. I mean, um, 40 employees were inside it when it went off at, at this paint factory. I thought it was kind of interesting. That Yeah, well, I just got breaking news update. Uh, 40, 40 employees were there, but uh, apparently two deaths. Uh, rest in peace, Benjamin Moore and Sherwin Williams. And one reported oh. injury to some random Dutch boy. We still don't know why he was there in the first place. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So we, should we move into um, as we wrap up the show some of the headlines that we have and uh, for the bold print only. Bold print only, as we call it. All right. We hit the theme that we don't have. Yeah, we don't have one. So <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll I'll we'll cheers. Bold print only. Bold print only. Yeah. Whoa. You almost pour you pour some in my cup. <laughs> I wait. We have should. a whole bottle. Well, we do. Yeah. yeah. Let's just but be civilized. But I have civilized. a huge chalice of It's going to drizzle. It's going to dribble all over the place. Yeah. Do you want Jameson it's or Proper 12? Drizzle my nizzle, Jamo. You have options here. Yeah. Jamo's my option always. Sorry, um, Connor. Yeah. Don't flying knee me to the face. <laughs> I'll go through um, the headlines that I have first. Do and it. Then, um, and then we'll do yours. Uh, in a 5-4 vote, the Supreme Court lifts California's COVID ban on group Bible studies inside of homes. Group um, Bible studies. That's it? Just Bible studies? Yeah, I guess. It, so that means five people are going to be gathering everywhere with one Bible in the room, and when police show up, they go, "We're doing a Bible study." And everybody's just getting with liquor up. and yeah, and all these drugs and shit. <laughs> For real, you you check the Bible; it's a hollowed out thing with it's like a, a flask. It's a DMX reunion and Bible study. Yeah, seriously. I mean, so I feel like people are going to take advantage of that loophole, but I mean, I can't believe the vote was like, I mean, five four, super close. It could have easily went the other way. I mean, be just beyond that, it's three two one. Then there's no Bible and studies for anybody. <laughs> um, but yeah, so California, I guess, is getting a little bit more of their religious freedom back. California. Um, another no one doubt I, about it. Another one I saw was Disney makes its pick for the next ABC News president. And her name is Kimberly Godwin. Because I, like, I screenshot them. I got a blurb. The, the executive vice president of CBS News is her current role. Oh, really? But Kimberly Godwin. And now, wait, so it's ABC News she'll be heading up now? 
uh, yeah, as the news president. Okay, yeah. because but, Disney owns ABC, so now they make that decision. Yeah, and for CBS, so of course they had to pick a princess for CBS. <laughs> for CBS, <laughs> she was executive vice president. So uh, Kimberly Godwin looks to set, uh, or is set to become the first black woman to lead a broadcast news division. Oh my god, I had no idea she was black, but I was swear to God, I was waiting on you to finish that sentence so I could make the joke that she was. Just about to be the next Ariel, but she was black, so yeah. they gave her the ABC News. That's a, that's pretty cool, yeah. And um, another one I have is um, Republican Crenshaw says he will be temporarily blind after an emergency eye surgery. Um, I know he. I would assume if you're having eye surgery right there after, you're probably blind. Yeah, from from what I know of like his situation, he is a military vet. And Who I think this guy? I think he got caught up in an IED explosion or something. Ooh, that, okay. Yeah, and then I guess he started losing his sight a little bit. Got concerned, mm. went to um, like uh, somebody to look at it, and they told him like this is bad, right? Like, bad, bad. Get, Get it, it worked on right now. So uh, yeah, and then now he's sporting like an eye patch. You can see in the photo. Arr. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you doing okay there, buddy? Yeah. I mean, but yeah, do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And uh, the last one I have before we can do your headlines, St. Vincent awaits a new volcanic explosion um, as- I thought you were talking about the singer from Saturday Night Live this week. Oh, yeah. Um, I was going to say, it was not a good performance. Yeah, the uh, uh, aid arose, arose, arrived, arrived, arose, no, arrived. I think. Well, it depends. What are you talking about? Aid arrived oh, aid. Um, to the Caribbean islands. Aid's arrived? Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I guess they're saying like, because St. Vincent already kind of erupted, but they're yeah, like- I heard there was a big volcano in the Caribbean that b- blew. But they're like, the first one is never the worst one. Like, I get, wait, you know, right. volcano experts or whatever. Also, you know, it's a terrible know. rhyme. Yeah. They <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry. Phlegm. <laughs> I got phlegm in my throat. You got a throat <laughs> volcano there. I just the first wanna... one's never the worst one, John. <laughs> I just... Clear out that <laughs> no. second one. I just wanted to laugh for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Volcanoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so do you have any? I have so many. We'll run through them quickly. I was sharing this one with you pre-show. Rory, Rory, it's hard to say. Rory McElroy. I'm going to say it like I'm Dan Rather. Rory McElroy. Rory <laughs> McElroy drills his own dad in the leg with a wayward shot at the Masters. <laughs> I already knew you were going to say Rory when you said Rory McElroy. Rory McElroy. I was like, yep, it's Rory McElroy. Uh, golfer, golfer McElroy. We'll just call him that. Uh, yeah, but I, so I, you want to, you want to hear some of this audio, John? I played it for you earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you yeah. hear him kind of yell. He says, what he's saying is four right, because he shanks the shit out of this ball to the right. And then you can almost hear the thud as it hits, of all people, his own father further down the fairway in the fucking cap. What are the odds? I know. I thought it was a joke when it said, it's unconfirmed due to the mask. I'm pretty sure Rory hit his father with his approach on seven, mm-hmm. which I thought they were just calling, you know, because it was an old guy. No, it was really his dad, Jerry Gurdish. He didn't even look like he was paying attention. And then that last thud was it hitting his dad in the leg. Yeah, but yeah, rest in peace, Rory McIlroy's dad's leg. Um, <laughs> get some, get some Undertaker on that, John. Uh, Nike settles its lawsuit with Little Nas X over his Satan shoes. I don't know if you heard about that. A little bit. He made Satan shoes. He made some Nike Airs with blood in the heels, I guess, and called them Satan shoes. And was selling like only 666 of them or some shit like that. And it was not like licensed. So, but they, they settled. So that's all over and done with. Mm. Um, I found this story funny. Uh, Chris Brown leaves in a damaged, in his damaged Porsche after a valet accident. So he valets it at some restaurant or club, comes back out and it's all fucking tons of damage. Oh, a hit and run. Well, not a hit and run. The valet dude does parking. It did it. (laughs) And he stayed. Yeah. So, and it's funny because they get video of him coming out too. And they're like, 
hey, you know, how do you feel about your car? And he's like, it's all right. I got 10 of these at home. And it's like some custom badass Porsche. And I was like, I was thinking, you know, oh, Rihanna really, really changed him. He's really toned down since his Rihanna days. Wow. He would have beat the shit out of somebody. I'd be like, where's Ashton Kutcher? Am I being punked or I'm about to fuck you up? I'm reading reading the story and fucking in the story, they make the same joke. Like, he's combed from his Rihanna days. And I'm like, wow, they were thinking the same shitty joke I was. (laughs) Um, This was crazy. Elon Musk's AI company shows a monkey playing Pong with his mind. I saw this, but I didn't look at like. I didn't into go it. deeper either. I probably should have because this is fucking crazy. That's a fun headline. Yeah, that's a fun headline. So look that. Look into that, guys. Oh man! Um, uh, in the sports world, the Dodgers. I guess they won the World Series. I'm sure we reported that. I don't remember. They got their series, their World Series rings this week. Oh. Uh, more than a hundred diamonds in each one. Wow. Uh, the Rock. This is just the headline. So I'm just going to give you the headline. The Rock seems serious about presidential run. I also heard he was going to replace Arnold Schwarzenegger as the next Terminator. Who oh, knows? That would be cool. I'll give that a shot. There's uh, always rumors surrounding him. I like this headline. Bill Ma, Bill Ma, <laughs> Maher, Bill Maher, Bill Maher skewers Oscars, says, did they all quit Coke at the same time? I don't know. what. The, I don't have the context for that joke. Uh, I wanted to follow up on the Tiger Woods. We've talked about him several times. Uh, we talked about his crash report and how it was released on our last show, and there was really no details, but I guess some have leaked now. The details were that weren't, there weren't going to be any. Yes, the details were there. Were, they, were, they weren't releasing details, it was but they started to leak. And now I'm just hearing that he was not cited at all, but he was doing 40 miles over the speed limit at least. And that, like we had reported before, he never lifted off the accelerator. Like he was all the way through the crash, he was on the accelerator. The oh, whole yeah. Time, which means I, he was probably asleep. No, he. he but def- he's not been cited at all. He could so easily get reckless driving. He was doing 40 miles over the speed. Well, limit. we talked about it last week. If it was me or you, we're fucked. Right. We're screwed. If it was Rocky, They're, he just would have been arrested. Uh, easy peasy. Just, just on looks. Looking at <laughs> I know. But uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, in a live rapper news, Exhibit, he's got a uh, he's got a weed company, like through a dispensary. Don't and, they all? And apparently they're trying to cancel, maybe not him, but at least his weed company's name. And I think he's going to pivot and change it to something else. What's the name? Uh, the name is Napalm. And I guess uh, people are like, that's insensitive to Vietnam War because Napalm was a terrible chemical uh, agent and killed many, many people. Yeah. Um, so because of insensi- insensitivity issues, I think he's changing that up. Um, this is a lot of letters. EDM DJ. God bless you. Bass Nectar. Everybody knows that name. E- yeah. Oh. The EDM DJ, Bass Nectar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, see, now I'm following you. EDM DJ, Bass Nectar, sued for sex trafficking and child porn. That's all oh, you're getting because it's a geez. headline. Another musician. Uh, so there was a capital, the capital attack from week and a half ago, two weeks ago, where the officer was killed and then the suspect was killed as well. Oh, he rammed him with his yeah, car. Right. Uh, I guess he was, uh, he was seen shopping for a knife three hours before the incident. He bought, and what, and I read the story. I won't read all the details, but what I found crazy here is it was a fucking fancy ash Japanese kitchen knife that cost $350. What, uh, why would you? I mean, he specifically bought that knife to go attack. Like, why don't you just go buy a pocket? Like, I don't know. Yeah, anyway. it's so premeditated. Uh, let's see. Uh, in crazy drive-through news, this happens all the time. An irate woman shoots at Burger King employees over the long wait time at a drive-through. It is surprising how how much or often that happens. That was in uh, that was in shithole Memphis, Tennessee. I hear that's a terrible place. For shame, Mystics Tennessee, in the Nashville area. For shame. Um, but in and I thought these two headlines were kind of uh, kind of tied in. I wanted to get them both, and this is my last one. Uh, Tina Turner fans are outraged she's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame solo. We this is kind of a follow up. We talked about some of the nominees this year, right? Um, I guess she's in there, but as a part of a, the band or with Ike, I think not as on her own. So her fans are now are barking about it, as well as the Village People. The Village People. We talked about how they were they were nominated this year as well. 
and uh, they the founder rips the Grammys and rejects their Hall of Fame induction, saying that their Hall of Fame is lame and. Yeah, he just well, he skewers them, kind of like Bill Maher did the Oscars. Oh, that's so rock and roll, isn't it? Uh, it's so village people. Yeah, I know. I don't. Know. I get. Oh, it's, it says here because they don't hold the Grammys at the YMCA. <laughs> Back to you to wrap this shit show up, John Hannon. Right, there's just not enough room. Like a DMX funeral, it's just not enough room. Um, but we are about to wrap up. That does it for us. Um, I think we should we should go out with a little bit of DMX, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're going to throw it to some DMX and some of the, like I said, it's going to be some more, it's not going to be like his Rough Riders anthem or the shit you've heard a million times. Nothing too generic. A little bit of a deep cut. Yeah, and I sold him weed once. I'll say it every single time. <laughs> yeah. um, that's John's claim to fame at this point. <laughs> I sold a dead guy weed. <laughs> that does it for us. Maybe the details will come out on a Patreon show at some point. Oh, breaking can... news. I heard that there was a quote from the hospital before he passed. What did he, what happened? He uh, apparently, uh, you know, the his vet asked him, you know, is there anything else we can do? And he responded, Ain't no one y'all can do now. <laughs> Oh, straight from the horse's mouth. Straight from the dog's bite. Yeah, he he said it. Rest uh, in peace, D. Yeah, rest in peace. And this has been episode 100 of 76. <laughs> 100 of 76. <laughs> that is a improper fraction. Just like our show is an improper fucking no, production. The whiskey is flowing here. So <laughs> this has been 176 of Funny to Informing. And uh, I'm John. That's Chris Pizza Beisenberg Coleman. And we hope that you guys enjoy listening as much as we enjoy chatting and shooting the shit. You can laugh with us or at us. It does not matter. And Coleman, tip your Pepto painters. <laughs> Let's get it on. We don't give a what. We don't give a what. Get it on the floor. Get it, get it on the floor.
called out after I smoke him. I'll split his throat, stick in the mud, and let his blood choke him. Up north, niggas get the pick stuck up in him. And in the streets, bitches get the dick stuck up in him. My MO is man's throat, a kid. It's on the rails, I don't wet up more motherfuckers than water did. I slid, just like I got to slide when the dirt is done. I'm a side, but they want me on the murder one. But as long as I got my gun, I'm a hype. Stay out of sight while it's light. It's a commodity knife to make moves again, stop and bruise again. I know I'm going to hell, it's the truth to sin. All my motherfucking life, I've been the devil's advocate. Mad niggas never even knew the devil had a kid. But he does, and when you hit a buzz and a chainsaw, he'll know what I spilt your motherfucking brains for. Get it on the floor, get it, get it on the floor. Get it on the floor, get it, get it on the floor. Stop.